0: Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Tuesday, September 5th. After the long Labour Day weekend, it's back to work for the Bank of Canada ahead of Wednesday's interest rate announcement. But is there much for them to do now? Statistics Canada somewhat stole the central bank's thunder when it announced Canada's latest GDP data on Friday, revealing a slowdown in the second quarter following growth of 0.6% in the previous three months. The minus 0.2% annualised rate was far from the 1% growth estimate expected. Housing investment, exports and household spending all slowed, while business investment and government spending increased. Given the data, what do some of Canada's leading economists think BOC Governor Tiff Macklem and his team will decide to do with interest rates? The GDP data should reinforce expectations that the BOC will move back to the sidelines and forego another interest hike, wrote RBC Economics Assistant Chief Economist Nathan Jansen in a client note. Evidence is building that the lagged impact of earlier rate hikes are beginning to work more significantly to cool GDP growth and labour markets, and that should mean inflation pressures will continue to gradually slow, he added. Scotiabank's head of capital markets, Derek Holt, notes that the weaker GDP data is due to transitory shocks and expects a pickup towards year-end. But he believes the BOC will give a full forecast in October's NPR and will use the next month to digest the data. The Bank of Canada has the cover in the GDP data to stay on pause with a hawkish bias on Wednesday, he said, adding that a rebound of the economy later may see the BOC returning to rate hikes as required. Desjardins, senior director of Canadian economic Randall Bartlett is less bullish on a rebound for the economy and says that the BOC's next move will be downwards taking the Q2 real GDP release into account along with a full suite of recent economic indicators should remove any doubt that the BOC will remain on the sidelines, he said, adding that the GDP data reinforces our view that the bank is done hiking for this cycle and its next move is likely to be a cut, possibly as early as the first quarter of 2024. The financial services sector is set for substantial growth in the next few years as several factors converge. The global market is anticipated to reach more than US$37.5 trillion by 2027 at a compound annual growth rate of 7.5%, according to the latest report from the business research company. Evolving consumer needs, technological advancements and regulatory changes are among the key drivers of this growth, with several markets expected to see notable growth in the coming years. Open banking is evolving at different rates around the world, but this is seen as one of the major growth factors. With a market estimated to be worth more than $62 billion by 2027, a growth rate of almost 27% will be aided by increasing adoption of online payment platforms. Contactless payments demand is also boosting the smart card market towards a $27.5 billion market. Meanwhile, the B2B payments market is also set for significant growth to more than a trillion dollars as global trade escalates. Peer-to-peer lending is another industry set for significant growth thanks to technology such as decentralised P2P mobile browsers that allow users to sidestep any internet censorship and enables people to access and share information in and across regions where connectivity has been interrupted or compromised. One of the companies leading this technology is Montreal-based Equality, which recently launched what it claims is the world's first decentralised mobile P2P browser. The firm says it's currently being used by those in areas where regimes disregard digital rights, such as Myanmar, Iran and Russia. It's also being used in Ukraine due to internet infrastructure having been destroyed in the war and as a large subsector of financial services, the global insurance market is also in line to see exponential growth as emerging trends expand. These include boiler insurance, equity indexed life insurance, variable life insurance and property and casualty reinsurance. Goldman Sachs now sees a 15% chance the US will slide into recession, down from its 20% previous outlook, as cooling inflation and a still resilient labor market suggest the Fed may not need to raise interest rates any further. First, real disposable income looks set to reaccelerate in 2024, on the back of continued solid job growth and rising real wages. Jan Hatziers, chief economist at Goldman, said in a research note, Second, we still strongly disagree with the notion that a growing drag from the long and variable lags of monetary policy will push the economy toward recession. The 15 percent recession estimate is well below a bloomberg consensus of 60 percent goldman is also more optimistic than peers on u.s economic growth predicting an average two percent pace through the end of 2024. these stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters plus wealth one bank shareholders ordered to divest as online news act drama continues advisors and firms must rethink content tactics And pension plans seem to have the secret sauce, says a Hamilton Lane leader. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.